Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dusty Barn Gaming Podcast. I'm Sterling, and I'm joined again by a very familiar voice face, Splicko. What's going on, Splickity? What's going on, gamers? We're back at it for round two. Look at you. Back again. (laughs) Fucking four months later. Hey, but this time around, though, I got to tell you, bro, every Sunday I'll be recording. We had this one cooking up for a while. And this one we're doing right now, we've been having cooking up since we did the first one. I mean, as soon as we got done, man, I think I gifted you the game and had the idea, you know. But today we're going to be talking about Iron Lung. Now, this is a game by David Szymanski. That's how you say it? (laughs) Yeah, totally. I I swear to God, I was just going to like go through the entire episode without saying his name because I didn't know how to pronounce it. Respect to the man. I'd love to get him on here. I mean, that would be uh, some low-key fanboy shit. I'm a big fan of his work. Uh, Dusk is amazing. That That's like the obvious one. I mean, if you know Dusk, he's the man. Yeah, Dusk goes hard. Without a doubt. Uh, but today we're going to be talking about Iron Lung. Now, what's funny about this is uh, shit got busy. We put this off, put this off, and then all of a sudden Markiplier... <laughs> Who I don't really give two shits about, yeah. honestly. I mean, you know, he, he he can do his thing. I'm not hating. Um, but he, you know, all of a sudden, I hear all kind of announcements. He, he's involved in a movie or a film of some sort based on Iron Lung. And I mean, uh, which I mean, is no, quite interesting. Yeah, I mean... No, no offense to the guy, but I mean, if if there was ever a dude to trust with... Uh, with making a horror movie of all movies, especially a video game horror movie, it would not be one of the uh, the golden age like horror game YouTubers where like a little little black and white JPEG pops up on their screen. I mean, I'm not gonna. <laughs> that mean, might be being a little too harsh. I mean, he, he might wind up doing a great job, whatever he does. Yeah, I, mean, I just nah, thought it was. I I'm not exactly waiting for his downfall, but uh, I wouldn't say I have the highest of hopes. Fair enough. Oh, certainly. I mean, the game is interesting, man. And we're going to talk about our experiences with the game. Uh, Because this was an interesting experience, just getting into it, honestly. Uh, And I can't wait to talk about it. Splitco and I have not spoken at great length or at short length about the game. So this is really first time we actually get to sit down. The point was to sit down and talk about it. There has been no length whatsoever. Correct. So, uh, this isn't as much a, a review as it is, like, the impression it left on us. I think that's kind of, kind of what I said to you earlier. Yeah. Uh, your feelings, getting into it, going through it, finishing it, the type of reflection you might have uh, gone through or not gone through upon finishing it. Yeah, like, uh, that type of thing, you know. I, I definitely will say the. I wouldn't say you like talk the game up too much, but but you definitely made it sound like it was gonna be a like a life changing experience. Did I really though? I, I swear to God, when you when you before you gifted it me or gifted it to me, you were like, dude, I was like, I was like in deep contemplation for days after playing this. And I'm playing, I was I'm like, I was in deep contemplation. I don't know about for days. I definitely thought the thoughts of it lingered afterwards, but. Uh, I didn't take it as a life-changing experience by any means. All right, fair enough. I just want to just want to clarify that. I'm just blowing it up for comedic effect. Nah, you just said you were like <laughs> like thinking of it after, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I certainly was, and we're gonna get into it. Uh, yeah. 
So the first thing that I thought when I was getting into it, right? Very inexpensive game, first of all. So it, it's not a long game, and that's to be expected with a cheaper game. I think it's six bucks uh, on Steam. Well, it's actually five ninety nine. Oh, tax. okay. Uh, so you can keep your scent to yourself when I say the prices of things. Uh, thank you. So I'm getting into the game, and honestly, I kind of had this moment where I sat, and I kind of leaned back and went... <sighs> And I think you might have done the same. What at the, when I realized uh, what the core mechanic of the game was, in essence. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Which is blindly navigating on X and Y coordinates. Uh, I mean, you know, to give a little backdrop for the game, uh, you're a prisoner. I'm probably going to do a, a shit job explaining this, but I'm really giving a condensed version just so we have some basis to talk off of. But you're an inmate of sorts. Your uh, your only chance at freedom is uh, boarding this submarine that's very shittily crafted, not made to last. Really, just you kind of know you're going out to get some photos for the powers that be, and you're, you're on borrowed time. I mean, this thing is just bound to. It's an aquatic jalopy collapse within itself and just and crush you with it so it's really a hopeless affair and that's really the big effect that the game has is the hopelessness of it all I think uh, but basically it's like okay go under you can't see anything cause it's blood uh, on a moon by the way it's like a, a body of blood not water on a moon so you're in this shitty submarine and we don't have any window of viewing now, I've, I've seen some videos of mods and shit like that where you can actually get kind of a view going, which is pretty interesting. Uh, but it wouldn't have had that same effect. Now, at first, the game put me off big time. As soon as I realized it was like the blind navigation, I was like, oh, shit, man. This is, you know, it's it. it I didn't know what to expect, but this was, uh, it seemed convoluted at first. Now, once I, I said, you know what, fuck it, I'm just going to do this, bro. Like, everybody's talking so good about this game that there's no way they're all wrong, right? So I don't, I, I guess so. But in this <laughs> yeah. case, I really, I, I saw the charm in it, really. Uh, so I, I said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to see this through. And once you start getting moving, man, and you start, you get the hang of it, it really is no problem. I, I think I might have crashed once, honestly. Yeah, I'd, I'd say the when the when I was looking at the tags and it said horror, uh, I I definitely would say the scariest thing you can do to me is uh, make me do math. But I and not like, see do math while not seeing that's fucking terrifying. Do math under threat of death. But um, yeah, I'd say like once once you like warm up to it, it, it really becomes like second nature. It was pretty fun. Yeah, totally, man. And um. It just was really immersive in a different way. When you think of immersive, you don't exactly think of being confined, right? But this is kind of like an immersive confinement sim in a way. And it's funny because you're focusing on the coordinates and traveling. And then they have like these, this instance or two where you have to kind of like leave the controls and use the fire extinguisher, you know? Yeah. And it feels like an FPS for like 20 seconds, you know? But it's funny that other than that, you're really like kind of like 
pressing buttons on the control, moving forward, not moving forward, moving back, not moving back, that type of thing. And we're kind of like inching our way to the end of the game. Uh, now, what's interesting is the game, it's funny because I said lore and you said, or the lack thereof. <laughs> but some, some of the holes that they don't fill in kind of, kind of you know, leave some intrigue. And I know you kind of, uh, the little bit we did speak of it, you kind of stated that that was, uh, I don't know how you would define it, kind of a like a placeholder I, yeah, like horror. I, like, I will concede, like, it, it definitely, like, there is merit to, like, that kind of, like, world building, where, like, you know, there's things you say and then there's things you don't say, but, uh, I, I did feel, at least a little bit in Iron Lung's case, that there's kind of, like, kind of leaves a bit too much up, like, just, just for the sake of, like, I guess, like, building tension, like, there's... I don't know. It, it it feels a bit like I I wouldn't say the word is contrived, but it's just like oh, dude, you're on a you're on a moon and and you're a guy taking pictures in a in a submarine and and also the the lake's made of blood. It's like I I wouldn't I don't want to be so like rude as to say it's ham fisted, but it's like ham fisted. But like I don't know. I I feel like it maybe it does its job a little too well while also like not like saying too much which you could does argue. its job a little too well yeah, that like, sounds like a compliment almost I mean I don't know it's just like I guess I'm expecting like a little more like substance to it it's like it's a short five ninety nine experience <laughs> fair enough I, I mean you could say all free-to-play games are masterpieces in that regard, but... I mean, totally, right? Because it's free and it's endlessly replayable to someone who enjoys it, so... But look, everybody's entitled to their opinion, man. I, the fact that we have different opinions makes it way more interesting. If we were both sitting there jerking the game off, I don't think it'd be the same conversation. Yeah, but on the other side of the coin, I'm not saying... Like, I don't want to sound like I'm too negative. Like, usually, like, I, when I make fun of a game, or not even make fun of a game, when I just point out some of its flaws it's usually out of a place of enjoying the game and wanting it to be better I'm not just doing it for the sake of right you're just a cynical fuck sometimes that's all it is man on the daily so when you show your love for things there's gonna be a little touch of hatred I'm prickly like a cactus <laughs> but going through this I, I really you wonder what the end result is and of course the end result for anybody who's familiar with the game is a jump scare and it's, it's a, basically just over it's a fish jpeg fish jpeg <laughs> uh I, you you kind of ruined everything with the thumbnail you made for this because it uh, when the, i think of iron lung i really think of the thumbnail you made it's hilarious oh, right, bro, I, could, I swear to God, i could uh, i could put like a mosaic over it or some shit. A mosaic. <laughs> or uh, what? Uh, what do you call it? Just like, just like make it like kind of blurry, look like a church window or something. You want to just throw a sepia filter over it? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I like it how it is, man. <laughs> be honest with you. I swear to God, I forgot I even made the thumbnail. This shit is so funny, dude. You, I remember you put my face in, from an old ass picture inside of like <laughs> little, the window. A little baby submarine. And the live reaction. Toys R Us. 
excellence. But yeah, you kind of ruined it for me because now I think of that thumbnail and I kind of laugh. And I didn't <laughs> initially laugh at Iron Lung. Yeah. Uh, but in essence, man, it's funny. You're not going to get a long review on this one, but it's a five ninety nine experience. It certainly is. It's not a life-changing experience, but it's a great little horror adventure. Just a short little... You go in, you feel the uh, lack of salvation, and then you hop out, man. And you take some pretty sweet photos. That's essentially the what the thought. game does to you. You you might have some lingering thoughts. It, there's a lot of shit in the computer and the and the the terminal in the back. You could really spend a lot of time digging through that shit and read a lot of interesting lore. You know, uh, I kind of watched some some videos touching on it because it's I'm not going to sit in the game and like search down all these commands and figure. You know, I'd rather see somebody else do it and just kind of soak in the lore. Uh, but there is a lot. I don't know if you were aware of that, but there's a lot to it, really. Yeah, there was this. Uh, it was. I don't know why, but I I was just like was on a kick randomly of like, dude, I'm just gonna watch a bunch of Iron Lung videos. Me too. And, I did yeah, that at one point after, and and you see, that's what I'm saying. That's that's the that's the effect I'm talking about. And um, you were still curious about it when you finished it. You know what I mean? Which I guess you could say is a like a point four, like all the. Uh, like all the vagueness like in the game because like not knowing like it obviously it makes you want to know and it's it's not rocket science but like I, I thought that not knowing like because obviously it's a game so like in the confines of the game it's like oh dude I don't know what I'm doing in here what's what's this big ass fish and then it makes me want to know like the technical side so like I'm watching this it's like a British dude and he's like well, actually, you don't move the submarine through the map, but actually there is a map, and it's completely rendered, but you're off in this this void, and it somehow, like, mimics your, your like, movement with the, the coordinates. Just shatter the illusion. And, and when you take a picture, it takes your, your location on the map, and then it, it actually takes a picture of the 3D model. That's just clever game design, bro. Honestly, I like it's it's so like when he said it, like it's so crazy, like hearing it, like I can't even explain it. It's so like it's hard to wrap your head around. But don't you agree that that's clever game design, really? Yeah, that's honestly, if you're gonna make a short experience like this with such a cheap price tag, face value. I mean, what what do you expect? I mean, do you expect like a engine from the ground up, like? open world like running jumping I, I don't understand you know uh, if it was meant as a criticism I don't understand because you know I understand the technicalities of it but at the same time one don't shatter the illusion and two don't discredit the man for clever programming no trust me that's not my uh... oh I'm not saying it to you I'm just saying oh, in general yeah. now, honestly I've gotten in some pretty some pretty knockdown drag out heated arguments with my friends about uh, like indie games versus like triple A and I would say that like that's the kind of thing that makes indie games like so awesome is like not having this gigantic budget and this massive team like you really do have to do things like in a incredibly unorthodox way and like like you actually have to problem solve like you can't just like oh it's just yep. slap in the engine slap in these graphics it, the game's first, first game that comes to mind for me Stardew Valley man <laughs> the game's Just a 120 one... gigabytes like <laughs> Stardew Valley one man passion project uh, one of those situations where I feel like if 
if the music, the, the gameplay, the visuals weren't done by who they were done by, my boy Eric Barone, it just wouldn't have been quite the same. It's just the brainchild of one man, you know what I mean? I'm sure it got so explosively big, I, I'd like to think he got some people to help him out. But even from the beginning, you know, the Stardew charm was there. So that's the the triple-A the versus indie thing. There's always going to be so much passion on the indie side, man. Yeah. And that's also not the, you know, to play devil's advocate, that's not the discredit, like triple-A. Like, it's not all dog shit in the modern day just mostly dog shit but I, I will say like indie will always have it, it will always corner the market on passion I'm a Nintendo boy so I could speak to the Nintendo AAA titles uh, and and uh, across the board pretty pretty good man I gotta say uh, I'm gonna be doing some talking about Tears of the Kingdom uh, if that's not up by now it will be up but hey, that's now look, that's funny we're going from 60 to 70 bucks uh msrp on a game if you're gonna do it on a game this is the one to do it on man tears of the kingdom oh nintendo started doing that shit too yep 70 bucks i gotta tell you short it didn't hurt sales because it sold 10 million in the first three or the first three days yeah 10 million three days i think they said it's the highest selling zelda of all time man, that's... or the fastest selling sorry Square Square Enix really got the the ball rolling with the, that new seventy dollars shit. Yeah, uh, but on the iron lung side, of course. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, we don't want to. I like the I like the graphic style. That's like a no brainer. I know we haven't been doing this particular uh, podcast for long, but I've in the past championed the. Just I like to call it shitty, but I mean that in such a yeah. in, an endearing way. But like shitty PlayStation graphics type shit. Like uh, even if that sounds ignorant, you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, it's why I, it's why I love Quake. I love that old, just chunky 3D. I love shit like you know like Perfect Dark, Goldeneye, shit that just looks uh, sometimes almost funny. Now in this situation, there aren't really faces and big dumb heads and Iron Lung. Uh, not a lot of human. You don't really see a human. Uh, but And that's a good thing. You only really see some of the bizarre shit in this blood ocean. Or uh, you see the fish. You, know, you get glimpses of it. You see these portals under the water that are kind of like the main sights to see, you know? Because yeah. you're going around and you're photographing these specific sites that are marked with some type of significance and it's like this phenomenon like there's a portal that leads to the type of speculation we talk about afterwards what are those portals where do they go where did they come from uh why is that what they're researching underneath the this ocean of blood whose fucking blood is it you know what i mean it's just like endless questions and the funny thing is i think of something like little nightmares too whenever i finished that game blew my mind just mind blown sitting there shitting myself for like an hour and a half just credits already rolled switch already went to sleep and I'm just blown away but it's because of crushing realization because of everything hitting home this is an opposite effect I mean it's similar effect with an opposite outcome we don't the only thing that hits home is that you were just yeeted into how little you learned right from the beginning to end like you never really you got, you're like you got a bunch of questions you never got any answers 
but you're so damn intrigued. That's the thing. And then we go afterwards and we watch shit about it. And I'm sure that's the only reason, or not the only reason, but the primary reason someone would stumble upon something like what we're doing here, talking about Iron Lung, you know? Just the speculation. You want to hear from different people what they think, and maybe they've dug deeper into it. Like I said, these people really did the most. Some of these content creators would dig it into the terminal and uh, finding the commands. You know, you type certain shit in and you get certain entries. Uh, there's a lot to it, you know, but you still don't quite get answers. You just get like a little bit of a nudge towards kind of like what you were already thinking of in a way, you know. Yeah. You kind of know, okay, yeah, there's something in these portals under the water and they're definitely too spooked to come down here themselves. So they'd rather send somebody disposable down there that they don't give two shits about and they know won't make it out anyway, but they'll still get these photos. But so that's also part of like because like that that was like my same like thought process and that's kind of what like made me like sort of lean towards like there is no real answer like it, it's kind of just like there for seasoning it's like if they all because one of the, the entries you're talking about where you can like put in a little code or, and also there's like a little piece of paper on the ground it's like yeah whatever the scientists are or like the the big baddies it's they clearly want to know what's down there which in that case what is the point of sending you down there if they know you're gonna die because it one of the entries literally states that there's the good submarines that are like durable and shit like that and then there's the shitty iron lungs so why even send you down there in the first place if they know you're gonna die and why make you take pictures which they also do want like they they want the pictures but they know you're gonna die and you can't upload them it's it's literally like hard copy photos uh well i mean i get the vibe that these photos are being like transmitted to them i I swear to god like early in the uh i think it's like early in the game like you there's no radio like communication because it can't get through all the blood if you look in the terminal in the back they have an entry that refers to them sending a scientist down i believe and in a decent craft now they underestimated of course because i think he got ripped to shreds and he was fucked so i guess this is still them experimenting you know this is like okay well we lost a very important scientist and now we don't have him we should definitely take a different route and maybe try something a bit more disposable. No, I, yeah, fair enough. So let's assume that you can't transmit the photos to them. You, they might not get them at all, but this is just a trial run. It makes it more interesting that you might be the only one who knows. You might know something in the short time you're alive down here that they don't know. <laughs> so we get to we get to see that from a viewer or player's perspective. Now that's interesting. I suppose, because I mean, it. I'm. I think it's the little. Um, I already said. Okay, I, I keep saying it, but yeah, I think it's either the the little paper on the ground or the terminal that they have established that like it. It's now a common practice. It's like, oh, you're you're a you're a prisoner, dude. Getting iron lung. Like they're just like like shipping them out, like <laughs> like they're off the war or something. Well, they probably expect them to fail. So maybe if one of them happens to make it back, then they have just what they need. They just need one one person to make it with what they need. Yeah, and maybe no one will. 
it's kind of interesting though it, it kind of in conclusion of this you kind of come out realizing that you are not the only one here there's others like you but we just get this singular experience of this one unfortunate criminal i guess you know yeah. don't even know if he jaywalker yep we don't even know if he's guilty of what he did man That's the justice system for you. But uh, until maybe we get some type of new glimpse into the film or maybe we see it, uh, I think we talked a good bit about it. You know, we touched upon basically what there is to touch on. Like I said, it's not a traditional review. We're not going to rate the gameplay and, you know, the sound design. It's It's all there. I mean, there's nothing done shittily it's all well done so is there anything you wanted to throw in about iron lung in conclusion brother uh didn't uh in the iron lung didn't I, that one article it said that markiplier was directing and also starring in it <laughs> do you think he's gonna be john iron lung i think he's gonna be homie in the lung man <laughs> please tell me at the end there's the the fish jump scare <laughs> he does his, his shitty youtuber reaction that'd be incredible yeah, that'd be funny if it just ended and he was like a gamer and he was playing it the whole time. Good. That truly is the darkest timeline. And the movie winds up being a trailer for the uh, VR version of Iron Lung. Oh, boy. We'll have to see, brother. Maybe that's the true horror. Maybe it is. But Splicko and I are going to do another segment, by the way. We're going to be reviewing the Resident Evil 4 remake. Now, I don't know how traditional we're even going to be on that. I don't think we're going to be rating the mechanics five stars or whatever out of five stars. We're just going to do a good old talk about it, man. Yeah, I'm going to do my best to, because uh, trust me, there's this isn't even a, a can of worms. It's like a, a, a five-gallon drum of worms <laughs> that it, I will do my best to, to skirt around, but... Like well, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna skirt over to that so you can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, it's gonna be like a like a thirty minute episode or something. I, I could make that shit like two hours. I know, but we're we're gonna try to condense it to thirty yeah. minutes or so. I but will, I will contain myself for the viewers. We've got quite a bit of shit planned. We're gonna move into the RE4 remake. That's gonna be a separate upload. Uh, but this has been the Iron Lung talk. This was the next thing we had planned, and of of course, the RE4 came out, and that has to be talked about. So. Splicko and I are going to jump on over. If that hasn't come out yet, look forward to it. If it has, check it out if you're into RE4, specifically the remake. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hell yeah. Peace out, gamers. (laughs) 